Brothers have dialed up the Sports Best Podcast, broadcasting big live and direct on the Reposted Podcast Network. He is Andrew, still believes in the Dallas Cowboys killer, Larry Olson. <laughs> Playing hurt this week. Yes, I have a giant hemorrhoid. I mean, did I say hemorrhoid? I meant I'm sad because Carly Lloyd isn't playing soccer anymore. That's what I meant to say. Uh, that's a weird mix-up. That's a real weird mix-up. <laughs> I'm still on the bandwagon of saying the Cowboys <laughs> are going to win the Super Bowl. But like deep down, I know it's not the case because they are a dumpster fire. And we'll talk more on Friday about what's happening with Hard Knocks, which I think is the last episode. And I cannot wait for a better team to be followed than the Cowboys. I'm going to do a little uh, spite drafting today. I am not drafting a Dallas Cowboy in my fantasy football. I'm doing a little spite drafting tonight because of you, Andrew. No Cowboys on my team. Spite towards hard knocks or spite <laughs> towards me? Spite towards you. I'm not taking a Cowboy. Spite drafting. It's a new thing. Okay. But drafting. Uh, I mean, all power <laughs> to you. I mean, if you want that free dinner, free steak dinner, I do. Uh, you, better, you better draft smart. If you want that sometimes a free prime rib, I mean, I better start. <laughs> drafting that's silly yeah. all right the big story this week in baseball is a big thumbs down javier Baez tired of all the mets fans booing him so he's fighting back with his thumbs giving the fans the thumbs down in sunday's game against the nationals explaining the gesture after the game he said quote we're not machines we're gonna struggle seven times out of ten it just feels bad when i strike out and get booed it doesn't really get to me but i want to let them know that when we're successful Successful, we're going to do the same thing to let them know how it feels. So do you think his tactic works? He showed them by putting his thumbs down at the New York fans. No, I don't. I mean, <laughs> ownership's not happy about it. Steve Cohen basically is like this. What? I think ownership is okay. The president's unhappy. Oh, sorry. The president. I think. The bigger picture of all this, Javi Baez got traded. He's on a one-year contract. I'd put good money that he's not going to be in the Mets with the Mets next year. Other players did this too. Kevin Pillar, he's on a one-year deal. The most interesting thing to me, and I guess he's less of a headline player than Baez, is uh, Francisco Lindor. Because he's in a 10-year, $341 million contract with the Mets, and he's given the thumb down to the fans. So he's in it for the long haul. Don't, don't bite the hand that feeds you. Um, I mean, they're free to do this, but they got it. They're treated differently than fans. They, they like to say we're people too, but you're putting on a show. You're getting paid to put on a show. You need to have a little bit thicker skin, in my opinion. And, uh, I don't know. Don't, don't give a thumb down to the fans. That's not that's long-term. That's not going to help you. You have every right to do it, but I think it's bad business. I am not a man of the world like you, Andrew Keller. I have not been to Argentina. I have not traveled all over the Europe's. I am just a humble 510 white kid from Whittier. Uh -huh. However, I do know that if you're in New York playing on a baseball team and you give the thumbs down to Mets fans, they might get a little riled up. So maybe rethink the thumbs down if you don't want to rile everybody up. I mean, I guess from his perspective, disagreeing with what I just said, is that uh, they're getting the fans riled up no matter what happens. And this is like, hey, you know what? I'm going to stick it back to you. I think the only place that you can really do this is Philadelphia because they're yelling. They're yelling no matter what. So I, I don't know. It's the Mets are kind of. It's hard to be a Mets fan. I'll give you that. Out here, so, let's get right into the new day. So I have no idea what that is. Let's show our pride. 
Um, <laughs> little uh, yeah. injunction from the internet. I will say this. I was thinking about any, any other team you could do this on. I think it's the Angels. Like, if you were an Angels uh, player and you gave the thumbs down, they'd be cool down there. Orange County, they'd be cool. What about the A's? Because no one's uh, there to see it. That's a good if point. You, if you thumbs down your fan and no one's there to see it, does it really matter? <laughs> does it matter? The age-old the age question. <sighs> well, shifting from the big baseball to the little baseball, little the baseball. 2021 Little League World Series has wrapped. They did not have it last year because of COVID. What? And this year's winner is Michigan. They beat Ohio to win Michigan's first Little League Series title since 1959. That got me thinking – does that matter in the scheme of your life? And I found a website that showed me a list of current and former players who were part of the Little League World Series. The only one I knew, and you probably know who this guy is, Cody Bellinger for your Dodgers. He was on the 2007 Arizona Little League national team. So I think this is great. It's kind of a, a feather in your cap, but most people, most big major names in, in major league baseball dunk. I mean, even being good in college doesn't mean you're going to be good in the pros and maybe I'm, I'm putting too much thought into it, but uh, I, I don't really care for the little league world series that much. Once again, I'm, I'm just a five ten white guy from Whittier. I don't know the huge amounts of the ins and outs, but doesn't the American team usually play like the international team. And then that's the little league world series champion. That's uh, I think that's a different thing. The little league world series is american teams and then there's like a there's something else with different tournaments against the u.s and they, i don't know baseball is a year-round sport with kids and so there's always different excuses to have different tournaments uh but th i think this is the one that uh occurs in uh i think and i'm just conjecturing here now that i've had a second to take a deep breath they usually have the international teams they play each other at the same time the americans team and then it's like the American team plays, but probably because of the COVIDs, they didn't do the international teams. Maybe. I, again, I'm not, I'm a, I'll go on record today and say, I'm not a fan of little league world. Series. I think it's unnecessary. Talk about mental health. Naomi Osaka, bringing, bringing that to like these kids, like being on a nationally televised game as a baseball player has got to be a ton of weight on your shoulders and like dealing with that loss has got to have long-term effects. And so I don't think this is great. A couple of follow-up questions to that statement. Are you a fan of apple pie? Uh, are you a fan of the 4th of July? I prefer are peach cobbler. Of, are you a fan of the national anthem? You're a communist. I, I hated to say this, but I think you're a communist. I'm not a communist. I cry every time there's a national anthem in an event. Every single time. <laughs> The bomb's bursting in air. That's what gets me. You don't like the little kids playing baseball. I, that's not what I was going to get out of this uh, podcast today, but that's what I'm taking out of it. Hey, who can, sometimes I get a little worked <laughs> up. Sometimes I get a little upset, and I use this as my outlet to tell people how I feel. <laughs> I can't bottle it up. That's not healthy. Okay, well, then, do you like the little people? you like watching the little, play, little people play high school football? Do you like watching high school football? I would like to stand you next to an entire high school football team. And I don't think you can call them little. No, they're high probably... school football players are massive, especially today. Uh, I do enjoy high school football. It's very nostalgic Aww. for me. Uh, it's a little bit different in other states, but uh, high school football is uh, something that is, it's a good memory. I don't know where it'll be in 20 years, but yes, I enjoy it. Uh, 
I, once again, I'm just a 5'10 white guy from Whittier. I'm not a man of the world. I'm assuming that most high school football seasons play out like the TV show Friday Night Lights. Is that how most teams are put together? Yeah, every single <laughs> game starts with the quarterback breaking his back and becoming paralyzed. That's how every game, every season starts. And then you play it out and it goes fine. Um, man, Coach Taylor, what, a, what an inspiration to us all. Uh, we took that to the cul-de-sac there for a second. We're going to get back on the highway. Big high school football game over the weekend on ESPN. The prestigious IMG Academy taking on the not-so-prestigious Bishop Sycamore. By the way, I was scrolling. I had this game on. I watched it for like a second with the boys. Sycamore got smoked 58 nothing. right? Okay, whatever, high school football game, ESPN. Then I start seeing these stories pop up that nobody's ever heard of the school Bishop Sycamore before. <laughs> so Max preps this like high school sports magazine, starts doing a little research. <laughs> Turns out Bishop Sycamore is a online only charter high school. The website had the blank page in the about section. The school is not officially listed in the directory of Ohio schools athletic association. So somehow this crazy school online school in Ohio faked out ESPN and got them to put them on their uh, TV schedule. I love it. I, uh, if, if they were faking someone out to play, I mean, the two teams shouldn't have been playing each other. It was very lopsided, but televised football is entertainment and Bishop Sycamore got in there and they used their marketing and, and, uh, sneakiness and got on there to get attention to their school, I guess. So well, I'll tip of the cap. I, I, I once again, I'm five ten white guy from Whittier, don't know a huge amount. But if I'm some executive that's in charge of what's going on the ESPNs, don't I simply put uh, the school Bishop Sycamore into the Googles and do, 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 do. oh wait a minute, what is this? I've never, you know, I'm like, how did someone not even Google that? You've interacted with enough people in your career that if you just email and say something. Someone like someone's going to get lazy. I'm sure someone at ESPN that's higher up might've checked it, but you got an intern, you got a mid-level person. There's like, we got to fill programming. Someone is a somewhat trusted source. And they're saying, Oh, we got, we got a handful of college prospects on our team, throw them on the air. And, uh, people, it's got lost in the shuffle. That's what I'm going to say. Uh, ESPN dropped the ball. Once again, uh, 510 white guy, maybe 500 people stream one of our episodes on YouTube, not 10 billion people on ESPN. I still can't believe they let this happen, but I digress. Would you be willing to lie to someone at ESPN to get this show broadcast on ESPN? I would definitely fake a knee injury if that's what it takes. See, I mean, it's all about, it's all about eyeballs. And <laughs> consequently after that, the Bishop Sycamore TikTok page really blew up. So good for them. And the followers from all over the place. Someone who does not need any more attention. Nick Saban oh, was in does. a press conference. And I think this is an example of how you say anything for content. USA Today is digging for content. Basically, <laughs> Nick Saban's about to turn 70. And they're asking him, how long are you going to keep doing this? And he says, like, as long as I can contribute to the program in a positive way. He's like, I don't think age is an issue. I mean, quote, how old is Nancy Pelosi? And so that <laughs> offhanded comment somehow turns into a headline that Nick Saban is comparing himself to Nancy Pelosi. He kind of goes on to say, which they, they glommed on to, is like, 
oh yeah, she's way older than me. I think she's 81 and probably has a more important job than me. So eh, I, I don't know if I'm going to put too much stock. I don't think Nick Saban's awake at night comparing himself to a list of U.S. senators saying, well, uh, I got a more important job than Nancy Pelosi, but Mitch McConnell, he's really working. I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm putting, I'm not putting much salt in this. I only inserted this story into the rundown to play the game that I usually play with not fan of the show, Greg Vandenbosch. Oh. When I always see him and I say, name me a more attractive 81 year old lady oh. than Nancy Pelosi. There's not, you can't, there's not a hotter 81 year old on the planet that's in a public figure role than Nancy Pelosi. That's it. You, you think power is sexy? No, because it's true. She's the hottest 81-year-old that you know. Okay. Thank you. I, I would <laughs> say Diane Keaton's more attractive. She's 75. Oh, She's in the cell. No. Oh, you don't she... think Diane Keaton's more attractive than Nancy no. Pelosi? No. No. Nancy Pelosi's falling off the bone. She's not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think any like circumstances I'm attracted to her, but uh, we'll, bring, we'll bring Greg on the show. Yeah, see what he says. Not fan of the show, Greg Vandenbosch. Right. Do we care? This is my big question. Do we care that Ronaldo is back with Manchester United, arguably one of the two top soccer players in the world, left his Italian club, Juventus. He is returning to the club that he joined when he was like 18 years old. Manchester United. Big summers, like we got the Messi leaving his team, Barcelona, to go play at PSG. So do we care that Ronaldo's playing at Manchester United? I think this is just another example of all roads lead to money. I think if he was playing <laughs> in a vacuum, they wouldn't bring 39-year-old Ronaldo back on. I mean, his contract is for two years. He'll be 41 when it's done. Point two, he has 336 million Instagram followers. So, like, even... <laughs> If he doesn't contribute in a meaningful way to the team, he's bringing money into the program, and it makes sense. It's a good way to – to. it's like Kobe's farewell tour or whenever a, a player does a farewell tour, that's great. He's probably better than – he's still better than most soccer players in the world, but if he didn't have this following and there wasn't media tied to it, I don't think he's going back. I love what you say, bringing money into the program. Moving on to tennis – Andy Murray, former U.S. Open champion, was playing in a match, and uh, he was probably going to lose anyway, but his opponent decided to go to the bathroom. He took an eight-minute bathroom break, and Andy Murray was pissed. He said, I'm just disappointed. I feel it influenced the outcome of this match. I'm not saying I necessarily would have won the match, but for sure it had an influence on what's happening. I think you're free to be able to need to go to the bathroom Andy, lose graciously, move on with your life, stop bitching. I didn't know in tennis that you have, uh, if it goes five sets, you have two chances to relieve yourself in the bathroom. More importantly, like if you're sweating to change your outfit. I never knew. I mean, I'm a 47-year-old man. I didn't know that was a thing in tennis. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense. Like, there's so much, there's so many matches. Like, someone's going to have to go to the bathroom. There's got to be provisions for that. What, are you going to have to forfeit? I don't know. I, Andy Murray, I think this needs to calm down. Would, would you be upset? Like, what's the breaking point for not being able to uh, – what's, what's the time limit it should be, Andy Murray? So, uh, I would just say this. This uh, bathroom party did not happen in a vacuum. Tipsis is known for doing this. He kind of takes his time. Mm -hmm. So, it wasn't just like Murray out of nowhere starts getting 
pissed at Stefanos Tipsis because he's taking a deuce during the middle of their match. He's kind of been known for doing this. Yeah, but I, I, I get that. But I always say that, like, you play within the rules of the game. Andy Murray has every available option to do that. And whether or not it's, like, good sportsmanship, he's playing within the rules he has. And maybe that's a momentum changer for him. And so I don't think he was worried about losing to Andy Murray. And that's why I did it. I think he's just a, a slow potty person. You don't think he had a number three working there? <laughs> No, I don't think he had a number three, but uh, yeah. Well, more anger and outrage at the U.S. Open. Oh, I love it. Uh, how do you say this? Kirkigos? Kyrgios. Kyrgios. Nick Kyrgios, the Australian tennis player, was uh, in between serves. He toweled his face off, threw his towel to the side, and a linesman was about to pick it up, and the umpire said no. He has to put it over basically because of COVID. They don't want other people handling your sweaty towel. And uh, Nick Kyrgios was incensed. He's like, I am here to entertain the people. I shouldn't be having to run back and forth to move towels. I am completely with the umpire on this one. Nick Kyrgios, put your towel away. I'm just going to guess, but I don't think Kyrgios has a mom. Because if I was Nick Kyrgios and I did that, I shouted down a referee because of my towels. My mom would stick her foot right up my you-know-what and be like, hey, brah, I your, taught you. Urethra? <laughs> I taught you how to be a better human being, and you're yeah. yelling at the ump for your towels. I'm just going to go out and let me say Nick does not have a mom. That's what I'm going to say. It's just a bad look all around for Nick. Um, I'm here to entertain the people. That's kind of the thing that got to me. I, I can get behind other excuses that uh, I don't want to do it, but uh, because I'm so entertaining, I'm so much more important than this linesman, and I'm more important than COVID protocol, I, uh, I'm going to yell at you, Mr. Umpire. Thank you for listening this week. If you think there is a hotter person than Nancy Pelosi at 81 years old, you can find us at sportsbetpodcast at gmail.com. If you think it sucks that Andrew Keller doesn't like Little League players, you can also email us at sportsbetspodcast.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Don't shame me.